0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence, and by Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. This is AutoLine Daily for February 8, 2011, and now the news. Well, we're not exactly singing Happy Days Are Here Again, which was one of the hit tunes during the Great Depression, but things are definitely looking up. Consumer credit is going up, meaning more consumers are able to get loans. Bloomberg says credit increased by more than $6 billion a month ago. Economists expected it to only rise by $2.4 billion. And undoubtedly, a lot of that credit will go towards buying new vehicles. And that's especially good news for the people who make those vehicles. The Detroit News reports that General Motors will likely pay its hourly workers in the U.S. a bonus of more than $1,800, the highest profit-sharing checks they have ever received. Last week, we reported that Ford's U.S. workers will get a $5,000 profit-sharing check, and in Germany, Volkswagen just agreed to give its 100,000 workers in Germany a 3.2% raise and a bonus that should come out to about $1,500. And while Toyota announced a 48% drop in its operating profit for its most recent fiscal quarter, not happy days, the company expects those profits to jump by 40% this year. Happy days! It says that stronger sales in Asia, Japan, and Russia, along with cost-cutting and a slightly weaker yen, will improve its profitability. Also, the U.S. Transportation Department will announce today... The findings of its investigation into unintended acceleration involving Toyotas. As we've been predicting here at AutoLine for nearly a year now, Toyota will be cleared of mysterious electronic gremlins causing its cars to suddenly accelerate out of control. And if we're right, Toyota's going to get a big public relations boost that will bring more customers back into its showrooms. Some things never change and the Chevy Impala is one of them. With a pushrod V6 under the hood and a 4-speed automatic, it's a throwback to simpler times, like the 1980s. But according to Autoblog, this full-size sedan was slated to receive a ground-up redesign for 2013. Unfortunately, the planned makeover has been postponed for another year. The Impala will continue to use GM's vintage W-body architecture, which on the automotive fossil record is nearly as old as Ford's Panther platform. Taking the sting out of this delay, the company is making some important improvements ahead of the firewall. It's reported that for 2012, the geriatric four-door will receive a 3.6-liter V6 engine and a new six-speed automatic transmission. I imagine that GM is not in much of a rush to redo the Impala because when it comes to fleet sales, the Impala is the Commodore of the fleet. And in related GM news, Buick has some numbers to share for its latest Regal model. It gets e-assist hybrid technology on the car, which it claims boosts fuel economy by 25%, delivering 26 miles per gallon city and 37 highway. But those numbers have yet to be certified by the EPA. The system uses an 11 kilowatt lithium-ion battery, coupled with a 15 kilowatt electric motor generator. A 2.4 liter Ecotec four-cylinder engine and a six-speed automatic transmission are also part of the equation. Look for the Buick Regal with e-assist at dealerships this fall. More and more cars come with keyless ignition systems these days, but now the technology is under scrutiny. According to the television station 41 WMGT in Georgia, keyless systems are being blamed in three separate deaths because the drivers left their cars running in their attached garages and later died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Toyota is being sued in one of those incidents. The lawyer for the victim's partner says their Lexus did not have adequate warnings and the engine did not turn off after the key fob was taken from the vehicle. Toyota offered a statement on its keyless technology, saying it follows all federal guidelines and it does provide adequate warnings to let the driver know the engine is still running. The automakers also say there's nothing new or unique with the technology. NHTSA is now considering creating more standardized rules for keyless ignition. And you know, I've never left the engine running, but I sure do walk off and leave those key fobs in the cars all the time. High-end hotels offer their guests pretty much any amenity they need to make their stay more pleasant, and the Peninsula Hotel in Tokyo is no exception. It's offering its guests who stay in suites a chance to tool around in complimentary Mini Cooper S Clubmans as part of its concierge service. The service allows guests to be driven around by a chauffeur within a 10-kilometer radius of the hotel. The custom-made minis feature a tailor-made rooftop box, a mini fridge, and an iPhone. Each car also includes a custom-illuminated logo of the hotel on the door sills, leather finishing, and signature Peninsula green livery. The two minis join the hotel's vehicle fleet that already includes Rolls-Royce, BMW, and Audi. Coming up next, we'll take a look at the new 2011 Ford Explorer, back right after this.
1: Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need.
0: The Explorer is one of Ford's most popular vehicles in its lineup. Sales were up over 15% last year, and it has 96% name recognition in North America, trailing only the Mustang and f 150 So it was no small matter when the company introduced the all-new version, and Seamus McElroy filed this report.
1: One of the big goals engineers had when developing the 2011 Explorer was improving the fuel economy, so they switched to a unibody structure from a body on frame, dropped its weight by 100 pounds, improved aerodynamics, and equipped it with more efficient powertrains.
0: The engine that uh, we're launching with is our 3.5-liter V6. It's got 290 horsepower. And later next year, um, we'll have the four-cylinder EcoBoost model, a two-liter model, with 237 horsepower. The V6 already delivers more than 25% better fuel economy, and the EcoBoost model, the I4, will uh, actually uh, get better than 30% uh, fuel efficiency. So we're really excited about these two great powertrains.
1: However, no V8 is offered. Because of that and the switch to the unibody frame, the 2011 Explorer's towing capacity isn't what it once was. It can only tow up to 5,000 pounds. But Ford research found that most of its customers don't tow that much anyway, and if they do, most have another vehicle capable of handling it. While it can't match the Jeep Grand Cherokee off-road, the new Explorer features what Ford calls its terrain management system. It's a user-friendly control that helps a driver in certain off-road conditions. Other new features on the Explorer include curve control, which automatically applies the brakes if the car is going too fast through a turn or curve. The seatbelts in the rear inflate during a crash to help protect passengers, and it's also available with MyFord Touch, the company's infotainment system. Ford's proud to say they've sold 6 million Explorers during its 20-year history, and 4 million are still out on the road. But with more and more competition entering the SUV segment, it's unlikely Ford will see those sales numbers again for the Explorer. In San Diego, California, I'm Seamus McElroy
0: for AutoLine Daily. Thanks for that report, Seamus. The base price for the Explorer starts at just under $29,000, which is more than $1,000 cheaper than the previous model. And that's today's report on the top news in the global automotive industry. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.